talked about Carl Ben Ben Bengai. Do I say his name right? Yeah, from Carl the guy. Carl the guy. From, yeah. I've only met him a few times. I know Mark Roman as well. And I think that's how I first found out about your music and your band when um, they used to have that playlist. Way yeah. back, they used to have the CD that came in the old school magazine. Right. And that went away, so which was cool. so cool. That's how I found a lot of new bands. But then you guys came on the playlist. I'm like, who the heck is this band, Cobra and the Lotus, right? Yeah. I heard your voice. I heard the music, like old school metal roots. So, yeah, I got I was into you all from back then. And um, I know your new album is called Evolution, right? Yeah. So one of my questions is, as you look back now, what, eight, nine years, almost ten years all, almost since you started this band as how has this evolved like what has, how has the evolution been in your mind from you know when <sighs> you started to what it's going to be next and we there's only two songs out so far right so yes. yeah we haven't heard the rest yet but tell um, us about that well i mean i think that if people heard out of the pit which is our very first record yeah. um you can hear that it's metal and rock right from the very get-go totally. mm-hmm. so uh the fact that we're bringing more hard rock to the surface but we're keeping it heavy or keep marcus lee everybody uh um i think it's very authentic to us actually um and uh yeah i i mean i would say as we've as we've gone along we've just honed into finding more of an identity that people can identify us as like a sound for Cobra and the Lotus Um, because I think it's really important you know like uh, as we developed along the way we we had a lot of very flattering but throwback comments to you're a new Doro or you're a female Bruce Dickinson or something or and I was just like no like I'm actually Cobra Page this is how my voice is And I do fall into uh, a bit of that genre, for sure. But how do we, like, make this have more of an identity? And I think we've stepped closer to that every record. It really started to step even closer on Prevail 1, Prevail 2, where we also started Mm -hmm. to modernize the sound just a little bit because um, I think a tasteful modernization of the sound also represented that we, we are from, like, the later 2008 to 10 birth. You know, so I wanted to also acknowledge that, yeah, we are, like, um, part of the new generation of rock and roll and metal, you know, so... That leads me to my next question, or comment. Uh, I saw that um, you worked with Kevin Shirley on the first one. Yeah. That Kevin Shirley? That Kevin Shirley. That's impressive. Uh, (laughs) uh, Kevin Shirley is the producer of the last 20 uh, years of Iron Maiden. down, actually. (laughs) And and, uh, he's... uh, The metal show, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> um, but he's done tons it's of very stuff. Fitting. Okay, here, push keep it. Going, keep going. Okay. Um, yeah. So when I read that, and yeah. uh, I have a little Canadian connection. When I graduated high school in '86, I went to school in Toronto at Travis Institute of Recording Arts. Okay. And I lived right on Young Street. Right, right oh, that's there, a great area. Right next to the Carlton. Yeah. I lived on the, my apartment building was called the Maples. Holy smokes! Nineteenth floor. I looked over my balcony to the Carlton. But um, I'm like Oreos that stabilize the camera. <laughs> but, but, but at least Double you stuff. did a um, perfect <laughs> question about uh, female singers. Now you you just mentioned some compared you to Doro. You know the older. Yeah. What about some of the Canadian at Lee Aaron? I have heard that a few times, and, uh, I mean, I think that's awesome. Yeah. It's always a compliment, you know? Like, if it's it's 
music that people are also endeared to, and these are people that have legendary histories. Like I feel very flattered, you know. Well, let's compare it to some of your uh, contemporaries, some of the people in Europe, like Lizzie Hale, or um, you know, the girl from uh, Angela Classic from Arch Enemy, where they're, mm. they're uh, you know, they're, they're uh, Angela and the Butchered Baby Girl. You know, they're a little heavier, but your vocals are fantastic. I mean. I walked in there. I've been a fan for a week and a half. Mark <laughs> me, and uh, I had a chance to sit down with Marcus at the at the bar. And we had a little conversation, and I honestly n- walked away from that show. You guys were having fun, and I had fun. Awesome. You have a fan in That's me. That's what we and, hope for. And um, you, especially on there, fantastic singer. And I, in my Thank research, you. I read the story that you saw Rob Halford singing "Painkiller," and, and you're just yeah. Like, you're like. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. It was. It was like, uh, actually, it was the moment where I discovered there was a place for my voice specifically that totally didn't have to be classical because I hadn't actually, uh, I hadn't actually been exposed to a lot of metal yet. I really got into punk rock, um, for, that was my first alternative dip was into punk rock. And, uh, then my dad actually took me to see, uh, Judas Priest on the painkiller tour Mm -hmm. And I was just like, man, that that vibrato, that tone, that range, I was like, I can do something else with this voice that I have, yeah. and it doesn't have to be opera. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because not, not that I uh, don't appreciate classical music still, and also operatic vocals, because that is really tough to do. But, uh, yeah. Security dog. Yep. Um, well, besides uh, enjoying uh, your performance, it just wasn't my my heart and soul wasn't in it. Security dog. Oh, security uh, I was dog. very impressed with your band. And thank you. Um, I I noticed that they're sort of uh, scattered across the country. Uh, he's fine. Uh, yeah. Marcus is from Chicago. Uh, the guitarist Jarlos is or, Yasho. Yeah. Yasho. Uh, <laughs> Jarlos. Uh, what about this gentleman? What's your name, sir? Ronnie. Ronnie. Yes, sir. Hey, He's got to put your head in yeah. the camera. What's up, Ronnie? Uh, this is Automatic and Mark from Metal Mayhem. Nice to meet you, man. Good show, man. Awesome. Yeah, enjoys the show. It looks so like uh, you and the bass player are having some fun up there, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how long have you been in the band? Uh, for a little over a year. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're the new guy. And then we locked in a new record with him pretty quickly. It's pretty awesome. He's all over it. So. Well, um, good job. And, you know, Thursday night here, you know, we enjoyed it. Well, you mentioned uh, female artists, and um, I guess I was going to ask you this question, because you get very personal in your music yeah, and on social media, and I yes. know sometimes you even struggle with that social media platform in general. Um, I was going to ask you about, uh, your. did you have a relationship with Jill Janice? Did you know Jill from Huntress? I or? actually didn't, and I never met her. And, but you have talked about that with before, her. though, correct? No. Oh, you have not? I, I actually, like, really didn't know her. I knew of her. Yeah. Um, and it's very tragic, you know, what happened. Um, I feel very sorry for her family and her friends. Uh, and, of course, I I feel bad for anyone that's struggling that way because there are so many people that we don't know about that are going through that. Um, you know, we only, we only really hear about, like, well-known people. Right. Mm-hmm. And if this is not. This is a commonality. This is a thing that happens. Parents off themselves and leave their children. Like, this is kids kill themselves. Like, yeah. you know... Uh, so yeah, it's 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 very sad. And you've used your platform though to talk about those issues and social media and how you can hide uh, some of the things that people are struggling with or going through, right? I mean, yeah, 
Um, Even yourself, you and at different times you're like, hey, this touring life and recording life is that always? It's it's tough, right? It's tough to balance it all, all the time. It's very tough. Mostly, actually, the toughest thing is uh, you can't financially keep up to a band. Uh, like if it doesn't pass a certain point and we just have not been able to break through the surface mm -hmm. um, enough to keep up with what we need and we're all becoming older some sure. of us have had kids and that's why like I totally understand why bands start quitting around our age right. because right. it just becomes unsustainable we keep hearing reading about some of the older bands saying I don't know how these younger bands are doing it. I'm making any money selling CDs. I don't know either. Like I've even like wondered how other bands are doing it because I we can barely do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how are bands doing it these days? And with the algorithms on face uh, social media, like there's no street postering anymore. There's it's social media, and there's algorithms because it's a business model and. Your own fan base doesn't even see what you post unless you boost to your sure. own fans. It's like, I don't even know how to operate around this, like, game anymore. But meanwhile, you know? the song Trigger Pulse, yeah. like, that did go crazy, though, on social media. It did. Right? It, yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, that one went pretty quick with the plays. Like over a million plays and views, and so you had those moments, right, obviously, and... Yeah, you your exposure when you were like with Kiss and Def Leppard, right? I mean, it didn't do much to be yeah. honest. Yeah, Once, it's, it's and, then, and that's kind of why yeah, we, yeah. we started this whole show of that. Like, we've got this. Like, we went to Maiden. I know you like Maiden. You talked about yeah. the references to Bruce, but like, man, we're like, man, selling out arenas, no radio play, no new record or album to speak of, no promotion, and bang, you go to the stadium and they're sold out, right? Yeah, thousand fans, twenty thousand fans, like. That's why we're rooting for bands like you, and we want you to keep going. And, and that's why, and more importantly, Cobra, and that's why you gained a fan in me. And that uh, is as growing as our platform is. We're doing our share. So if oh, we, I know. So Thank if you. We sit here, sit down with you. Take this. Go back and keep it like uh, under. You know, bring underground to the masses. Just try to say if. I own a business myself. Yeah. Two years, um, and my goal is know. one new customer a day. Uh huh. Now, if you can make an impact, yeah. Like tonight, you know, at one point, at like yeah. right near the end of the set, you're like that smile on your face was sincere. <laughs> you're like for real. All right, fuck yeah. Of course. And, uh, Thursday night in Rochester, you know. And I mean, to be honest, like you cannot do this. You cannot take the massive risk that we take without loving what you do. Like, um, and now you speak, it's like this one customer a day thing. So this is, I think, our fourth time back at this venue. Mm -hmm. It's the same amount of people. Right, right, right. We paid more to be here tonight than uh, it cost us. Like, we, you know, so that if that puts it in perspective, it was like, I looked at it as like the guys tonight, I was like, this was a wonderful moment, but we can't do this anymore. And uh, I'm real, and, and so I'm, like, let's value these moments, and we really appreciate the people that come because they really, really want to be there, you know. And uh, it's wonderful; it's a wonderful um, connection. But at the same time, like that right there is the example of how this is not sustainable. And we promoted ourselves online. Most definitely. I don't know what the promoter here did, but yeah. you know, like, well, that's we we've been working with some bands and promoting shows, but when we've done that, we've done a lot, like. 
ticket wow. drops, going to all the record stores in town, going to the musician shops. Uh, That's wonderful. Yeah, it's good, yeah. but but to networking your point, our social yeah, and um, personal networks. But it has an it impact, time, but right? it's not <laughs> as dramatic as you as you would think. And we've had some big bands come through town too. For uh, yeah, and sometimes it's symptomatic it. of the market or the town or the city. Of course. And obviously, yeah. Rochester's not as big as like New York. Clearly, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know you guys draw you know bigger crowds in those markets, but um. Yeah. No, it's tough, but I think it's getting tough in the industry as a whole, right? With uh, it is. It's hard, getting harder to sell music. It's getting harder to get the music exposed. So this is a it, it's a challenge, but also it's an opportunity in some way. Some people are gonna have to figure this out, right? And how are you gonna gonna keep it going and make it go? Yeah. But, uh, and I actually don't know how. I gotta be honest. It's like it's becoming very puzzling. And your products gets the music's there. Thank the you. Are you there. know, the, the, um, like I told you, but prevail one, prevail two. It's like is yeah. It's yeah. hard to get what people to find it. Or or whatever that is. yeah, it, it, it's as good. It holds up to everything else. It holds up to made. It holds up to pre. It holds up to all uh, the classics. It well, thank you very much. Yeah. Do you want to have some fun now? Let's yeah, yeah, fun. let's have some fun. Yeah, we're trying to get too serious. Yeah, so have we have fun. a segment on the show <laughs> called uh, Mount Rushmore. Okay. Okay. We we talked about this. Why don't we do a her Mount Rushmore of bands? Yeah, just four first four top favorite bands come to mind. Oh man, okay, Fleetwood Mac came to the surface really quick. Okay, Led Zeppelin. All um, time now, Cobra. Let's see here. Yeah, all time. Okay, all time. I'm a classic rock girl. I mean, I was born and raised on classic rock. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I grew up with the Beatles, Queen, um, Michael Jackson. I love Michael Jackson, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's changed too, you know, like mm-hmm. like metal bands aren't my favorite and the top thing anymore. It's still this classic rock though. Yeah. So Led Zeppelin, Fleetwood Mac. Um, I'm going to say like right now, Jeff Buckley is for sure up there. Okay. And, uh, hmm. Two of his are uh, Rush and Van Halen, which we technically say isn't really technically metal. That's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah, metal. I think those all fall into the... Uh, Oh, is it done in storage? Oh, wow, we're out. Okay, keep going. We're okay, we're still going. Okay. Do you have a fourth? It's hard. It's hard to pick a fourth. Um, we need producers. I'll go here. Man. <laughs> well, she only has three. <laughs> yeah, right. I, She's young. I have, like, a long list of bands, but I couldn't pick, like... Yeah, it's hard to pick four because I'm not kind of... I never was that person that said, this is my all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm like a map of multiple layers, you know? And I like... Like, I love Devin Townsend's work. I love Porcupine Tree. I love Ari- Ice Earth. I, I, you oh, know, yeah. like, oh, wow. I love Ensiferum. Yeah, really Elevati. Like, it goes, like, in so many directions. <laughs> those bands are like... Yeah, they're like old friends. What mood are you in? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So a fire or ice one, which is either or, maiden or priest. Ooh, <laughs> that's a hard one. Hmm. I'm gonna say priest actually. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Rock and roll confession. We go back and forth. Uh oh. Okay. You. Oh, oh, so me a rock and roll I'll confession. Play Sebastian Bach one. Okay. Uh, Metal Mike, my buddy who you met from Halford. Yeah. Was in Sebastian's band for a while. They oh played no the way. Playboy Mansion. Okay seven or eight years ago I got a chance to go which was incredible and uh, I stuffed my boxers in the top of the grotto because I went in the grotto with my boxers on and then I realized when I got out I had nowhere to put them so I put my jeans back on so okay. I think to this day my jeans are, are still up in the grotto that's hilarious so metal you're, you're your metal confession we could be worse than that but that's oh cool. man she's not going to go there <laughs> Uh, it doesn't have to be dirty or anything. It's just something I, uh, fun on it's, uh, it's, uh, fun on tour. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. 
Um, well, there's a Dutch photographer named Tim Tronco. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. No. He takes a lot of pictures in Europe for um, metal bands. And when I was guest uh, doing a guest vocal job for Camelot, um, he took a lot of pictures of me at one of their gigs before the gig, and he took them of each member and then me, and then I got all the photos. And I was wearing, like, this mesh... Uh, halter top underneath a black corset and uh, no bra like the bra was built into the corset my left nipple was out oh, in every okay. single photo yeah so <laughs> I told Tim like he didn't even notice and I was just like uh Tim you know like my nipples out and all those photos can you like I, I don't usually ask for Photoshop, but this is a Photoshopping time. Yeah, Otherwise, right. these are not happening, you know? I actually never saw that Janet Jackson thing that happened after Super Bowl. Anything else? Um, so, yeah, just, I guess, in, you know, what do you want everybody to know about this new out, like, album? When's it actually... I know you've dropped two songs so far. Like, when does it come out? I just want to... Uh, well, it comes out September 20th, so it's coming real quick. We got two songs to check out with cool videos. Uh, one's called Burn. I think people will enjoy that. It's easy to remember. It's Burn and it will fuel your day. Um, <laughs> I hear an anthem song in there too. The one that you kind of played at the end tonight. Yeah. Uh, well, Thundersmith. Yeah. Yes. That, that one is cool. totally for self empowerment. You know, That's like. Total. I can see that being Be proud of what you're made of. Well, so yeah. Tonight, you know, we were try. We were thinking that too. We were. Uh, we'll see what happens, but. Yeah, that's all about, you know, staying true. And um, you got, uh, can, I, can I swear? Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Get the Fuck Out of Here is yeah. on there, too. And we got a lyric video up if you want to play some karaoke in your living room. And, uh, yeah, the only thing I have to say is, like, um, check out the album. Uh, pre-order it or uh, stream it on a legitimate platform. It, you know, this really impacts us as artists, actually, in way more ways than people know. Um, your streams on legitimate platforms means that promoters want to actually bring us out on the road. They look at those numbers. Um, it also provides opportunities for us to apply for tour grants, things like these. So the numbers really matter in the right places. So I'm not even asking people to buy an album if they can't. But just like if you check something out, do it on a real platform. And there's so many. Deezer, Spotify, uh, mm -hmm. Google Play. It goes on and on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, well, uh, that's all. That sounds great. And I'm uh, going to make an executive decision right here. I'd like to invite her to come on the podcast and via uh, telephone. And, uh, under I would a, love that. A Thank segment you. Mark hosts called uh, Business of Metal. Oh, yeah. Cool. And it's because um, Rich, your uh, tour manager, was telling me, like, uh, you handle everything. This is your baby. And just the fact that you're talking about the, the effects of streaming, how yeah, it affects, yeah. you know, tour grants and this and that. Uh, we like to explore that and uh, educate our listeners. So, absolutely, McCobra, thank awesome. you. Thank you, uh, thank you guys so for having me. That was fun. Yes, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> thank thank you. you. I'm glad you guys are doing this. Oh, thank you. Just gonna have you do. Um, uh, stop it and do it. Yep. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 